0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I don't know what belongs in a blue bin. I thought I knew, but it turns out I'm not entirely clear on that. And there's a three-part series on recycling. First part airs tonight on global news, uh, TV and radio at six o'clock. Melanie Zettler is the producer who's in charge of this three-part series. And on a need-to-know basis, we've got Melanie on board to help sort things out for us, literally and figuratively. Melanie, good to have you on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
1: Hey, John. I like your segue. Super
0: nice. <laughs> well, I'm the prince of blends, don't you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. But how are you blending your uh, your garbage and your recycling? How there you, you go.
0: You got the bug yourself. Uh, <laughs> not very well is the answer, because i got to be honest, just in looking at a brief primer on this, uh, I'm putting stuff in that blue box that I don't think belongs there you've got to set us straight here a lot of people make uh, bad decisions when it comes to that and you're here to clarify all that aren't you in your three-part series
1: well you know I I was born and raised in Toronto I love this city um, and I care about the environment but I am a consumer I like to buy stuff and as I have been buying stuff, um, you know, I've been sort of questioning some of the packaging um, that my purchases are coming in. And um, so it just sort of inspired me to uh, dig a little deeper into what can actually be recycled. Um, these products and these packages are constantly evolving. And so that, you know, is... is Presenting me with a lot of confusion, um, uh, you know. For example, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that these new stand-up pouches that you get your, you know, Tide detergent pods in, um, these stand-up pouches are, you know, are also commonly found in our freezers, and uh, they carry,
0: um, uh, you know,
1: blueberry frozen blueberries. And I had and, some
0: and, this afternoon. You're right.
1: Well, they feel plasticky and they look plasticky, right? Yeah. So, well, they're not <laughs> recyclable, John.
0: No. Oh oh no. hang on, I, I better run home right now. <laughs> I gotta I know. Why are and they not recyclable? They're plastic.
1: I know, they're not. They're they're multi resin plastics. So, mm. you know, my you know, so my thing is, you know, <laughs> At the municipal level, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think we need some big federal guns to uh, to change some of our packaging rules. Um, and, you know, the other, you know, bug in my bonnet or bee in my bonnet is that black plastic that, you know, Swiss Chalet and so many other uh, takeout companies um, use. And, you know, it's not recyclable. And so, I, you know, I asked the city, well, why, why don't we just ban it? Mm. Um, because it just goes straight to landfill. Um, and you know, shockingly, and this is, you know, this is this will be part of the web story. But I, you know, in, in my research, I've learned, you know, since we started making plastic in the 1950s, only nine percent of the plastic that we have created has been recycled. And we're talking about 83 million metric tons of virgin plastic that has been produced to date. It's a huge number, and to know that only nine percent. Uh, has been recycled is kind of depressing.
0: Well, you know, I'm depressed when you mentioned Swiss Chalet with my double leg dinner, that black container, the black plastic. Again, mm-hmm. I assumed is plastic. I put this all into a big environmentally friendly garbage bag and then trundle it out to the recyclable bin. And it's and wrong. You know what? what?
1: And you know what else is wrong? Mm-hmm. If you throw the bag with all of your recyclables that you've been sort of, you know, putting aside inside of your house, if you put the bag in, that's wrong. You've, they want you to open up the bag and, and, and toss it all in there loose. So huh. that's another thing that you, you've been doing wrong. <laughs> um, and let, let me ask you this, John. What do mm. you do with your pizza boxes?
0: Well, I thought I assumed they're cardboard and they yeah. break... No.
1: Well, I,
0: Are you I telling me they're not recyclable either?
1: Do you want to know why? Okay. Because as soon as the grease hits the cardboard you t- show me a pizza box that doesn't have grease on it pepperoni delicious cheese and sauce yummy yummy ooh goodness <laughs> well it gets all over the bottom and so you know what you have to do you have to cut the top off that doesn't have the grease that part can go in the blue bin but the greasy side has to go in the garbage it goes into landfill i think it's shocking
0: Well, it's certainly enlightening to me. I just never really had considered this before. I just thought, you know, some of this stuff gets sorted down at the sorting plant. uh, And so you put it all in there. And I didn't realize I thought putting it in one of these biodegradable garbage bags, the blue bag, uh, would actually be sufficient. But it's not. It's all got to be loose in that recyclable bin. And so what is this considered contamination then if you've got a greasy pizza box?
1: It is, and so contamination is the big thing. Um, it's the big buzzword for the city, um, and uh, it's about thirty percent of uh, what we put into our blue bin is uh, is contaminated. And what are the three main culprits? Well, it's the food residue, um, food items, food waste that gets into our, our blue bin. People they call it wish cycling. Not recycling, but wish I wish I wish that this, will, this this clothing will be repurposed because it breaks my heart to put it in the garbage so i 'm going to put it in the blue bin, but that can actually cause contamination and problems at the um, at the big plant where all of our recycling ends up, um, so the textiles is a big problem, and then finally it 's getting back to those items that I was referring to off the top, like the stand up pouches and other things that are non recyclable that people just kind of go oh i 'm just going to Cross my fingers and close my eyes and hope that the magical elves at the plant will do something wonderful <laughs> with this item, um, but there are no magical elves.
0: Oh. <laughs> Heck, uh, now you've destroyed another illusion that I've been laboring under. Again, Melanie Zettler's is with us, producer at Global News, and uh, tonight kicks off a three-part series on recyclables and what we need to know at, at 6 o'clock on radio as well as television. The other thing I'm kind of curious about is because, uh, you know, you think you put jars in there and maybe they're not uh, antiseptic because you haven't scoured them and scrubbed them clean uh, <laughs> or put them in the dishwasher. Any jars with even a scintilla of food waste are considered contaminants as well?
1: So this was a, yeah, this was a question that I asked uh, a couple of different people. Um, I, mostly I got the same answer, but sometimes there were variations on the answer. I mean, so peanut butter, yogurt, jam, tomato sauce, these are sort of the main ones that, um, you know, we have difficulty washing out. Um, and the peanut butter is a big, big, big one. Um, so the thing is, is... Y- they say rinse it out with hot water get it as clean as good as well as you can put the lid on and then put it in the blue bin because by putting the lid on it kind of, you know, in the transportation process, at least, you know, if there, there is some remnants of that peanut butter or jam in the jar, it's not going to contaminate the rest of the stuff. Hopefully, ideally, but it just depends on how well of a job you've done with the, with the, with the cleaning. But then, you know, again, I say like some people are take this very seriously and they put their jars into the dishwasher. Um, so they're pristine, but then you think about the water and the detergent and all of the energy that we're, we're using to clean out these. So, I mean, this is what I'm saying. It is a little bit depressing, but, um, you know, we just have to do our best.
0: All right. So you put the lid on the jar. Well, you know, it's a good thing then when it comes to at least my coffee cup, when I uh, get a cup of joe from the Starbucks. What? I put the lid on the cup. I put it in Uh-oh. the... Re- what? What?
1: We, what are you going to tell me that you do? What, what do you do with your coffee cup, John?
0: I put it in the recyclable bin. Oh, dear. Dear, 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 John. Wait a minute. What? Why? It's supposedly something that you can recycle. I believe it says so on the packaging.
1: Well, and this will be in the story tonight as well. And I mean, you know, we're not going to uh, uh, target any one coffee company. Virtually all of the to go coffee companies produce a, an unrecyclable coffee cup because they, use, again, they use these multi resins, they have a liner, a wax liner uh, on the interior. And they're not recyclable. The only thing that's recyclable is that little cardboard sleeve that they put on the outside so you don't burn your delicate fingers. That's the only piece that's recyclable.
0: Yeah. And newspapers, remember them? Yeah. Do they belong in the blue
1: box?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, whew, be still my heart. Okay. You
1: got one. Ding, ding, ding,
0: ding. Yeah, there you go. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's why I subscribe. So uh, I might as well have the paper delivery guy, put it right in directly into the blue box because I never Aww. read them anymore. It's all online. No. So at the end of the day though, what's the takeaway, the consequences of all this, I'm guessing so many people, I mean, I thought I knew, obviously you've corrected me very publicly here. I haven't got a clue. And uh, if I'm, emblematic of the broader swath of society we're all getting it wrong or a lot of us are getting it a lot wrong
1: yeah, so, I mean, the city has tried uh, to educate the public in numerous ways. I mean, the calendars that they give us with the, uh, you know, recycling and garbage and green bin pickup is quite useful. There is an app called the Waste Wizard where you can, you know, go online or you can download the app on your phone and you plug in an item like, you know, aluminum foil, um, and it will tell you eh, aluminum foil goes into the garbage, not into the, the blue bin. So I, I have used it. I do find it useful. It's not perfect. Um, but, you know, I think for me the takeaway here is as all of these packaging products continue to evolve, I mean, I think that we have to um, put some pressure on some of these, uh, you know, big companies, and and simply tell them uh, that we really want them to come together to come up with come up with a coffee cup that you know is recyclable. Um, pizza companies come up with something that you know a sheet of paper or you know even if it's um, wax paper, that little piece of wax paper can go into the into the landfill. But let's let's recycle that beautiful cardboard box.
0: All right, uh, because too much is diverted to landfill, and we can ill afford that is, I guess, the takeaway. The Waste Wizard. I thought that was part of the Abmaster series, uh, and you do crunches. Mm-hmm. and you, No, it isn't, eh? Hey? Okay. And
1: after the pizza, we should do some crunches, for sure.
0: All right, well, that's why I wondered. Uh, I'm glad you clarified all these points and then some. Uh, it's going to be a great series. Three-parter starts tonight after 6 on Global News as well as Global News Radio. Melanie Zettler is a producer at Global News who's uh, joined us on this need-to-know basis. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. John, take care. And you, Melanie Zettler again. Uh, So there you go. (laughs) Are we better served for knowing? I just wonder how many people actually follow this regimen to the T. Uh, And do you now stand chastised? Man, that's a lot of work. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.